welcome to episode number 61 of the Downsize with Style podcast to help you achieve a happy home in a more compact space. My name is Bettina Deda. I'm an interior stylist, designer and writer and I'm passionate about helping empty nesters to downsize their home with style. You might know or have read in one of my newsletters that I'm currently um, holding a three-part workshop series in Sydney. And um, I just wanted to quickly talk to you about the last session, which was uh, mid-October. And it was all about tactile mood boarding. So we had a great um, workshop there in the library and people started working uh, on a mood board and doing the first steps um, to actually put a mood board together. And it was great fun and um, a big success and people were really uh, happy um, to do this creative exercise and to tap into the right side of their brain. And I just wanted to um, quickly recap why mood boards are such a versatile and great tool if you have an interior decorating project. Because mood boards are a tool for storytelling and visualization. And... Um, they are a sort of poster design, which include images, text, um, color samples, fabric samples, and other objects um, that can be natural objects like um, dried flowers or leaves or branches. It can be little stones, shells, or other um, haberdashery objects like um, tassels and ribbons and garlands and um, little pins and pegs. So there's lots of things you can include in a mood board. And um, if you want to read a bit more about that workshop, please um, jump onto my blog, Bettina Deda Color Design, and there you will find a, a post about the workshop. And why are mood boards so important? Because they will help you um, gain clarity about your project that you are working on. They are a great tool for communication. So you can show your mood board to your partner or to a friend and explain to them what you have in mind. They will help you um, take action and move on to the next step in your project. And they also spark your creativity. So I'm a big fan of mood boards and I would like to encourage you to um, test this tool and just to give it a go and play with it to see what you can what you can come up with and um, for those of you who are interested and who are in Sydney I'm planning to offer mood board workshops next year so specific workshops where we work on a individual project that you bring on the day and um, we will basically finish the mood board on the day so let me know if you are interested um, contact me via my website Bettina Deda Color Design or email me to Bettina at bdcolordesign.net.au. Now for today's podcast, I thought I share seven tips with you or seven things to consider when downsizing your home to an apartment. And um, we are all aware of um, the increasing number of people um, yeah, moving, downsizing or moving to apartments. 
Um, just to give you some numbers from the um, intergenerational report, um, according to this um, report, Australia's population will climb to 40 million by 2055, uh, with 22.6% or 8.9 million people aged over 65. So there will be over the next 40 years an increasing number of older people, um, many of whom will be living longer than previous generations due to improved health care and they will want to downsize um, their home. And a lot of the retirees today do not think about retirement in the traditional sense. Um, they are looking to enjoy their new lifestyle, um, move closer to transport, infrastructure and amenities and really be actively involved in their communities. And so often the city centers who were once dominated by younger um, people or singles are becoming more and more popular with empty nesters looking for low maintenance living. For example, in metropolitan Sydney, 33% of apartment owner occupiers are aged over 60 and 23% of those um, intending to move to an apartment are over 60. So there is a growing number of apartment developments and retirement resorts um, located in the suburbs as well for those who don't want to live in the cities. So anyway, no matter where you want to live, um, with a changing lifestyle, it's vital to think about um, many points and things. Um, and I am going to talk about seven things. So first of all, the costs, then number two, the lifestyle, number three, location, number four, functionality, number five, independence, number six, security, and number seven, social networks. So let's start with a very important topic, the costs. Consider the total cost of downsizing. And this starts, for example, with selling your family home. So I recommend to at least consult at least three agents, real estate agents, for appraisals of your family home and really find out how much you can realistically sell it for. And um, then ask yourself, how much money will I have to invest in a new apartment? So you want to achieve as much as possible from the sale of your house so that you can invest it in a new apartment. Start searching early for a place to live. And there are specific real estate websites that focus on apartment developments and retirement villages in Australia and overseas. And if you follow that pod, uh, my podcast, you will have um, maybe listened to an interview with Amanda Graham from Seniors Housing Online. Um, you can go back um, on my website and find the episode um, on the Downsize with Style web website slash podcast. And um, she uh, runs this um, platform where you can uh, type in your search criteria and look for apartments or retirement villages in Australia and overseas. So start searching early. If you plan to buy into a body corporate, check out monthly fees and also consider consulting a strata searcher to help you make the right decision. You don't want to end up with um, 
bad surprises. And again, there was a previous episode where I interviewed a strata searcher. Depending on where you would like to live, calculate your cost of living. So in an, in a, an inner city environment, this might be higher. Uh, the cost of living might be higher than in the suburbs. And then think about what additional furniture you might need. And if you can repurpose some of your existing pieces, um, selling your family home usually requires decluttering. And um, if you know my book, I'm a big fan of um, keeping some of your beloved furniture pieces and take them into your new home and mix and match with new things or repurpose existing pieces. So the next point is lifestyle. Take some time to really thoroughly think about your desired lifestyle after downsizing. For example, which activities, hobbies or interests do you want to pursue? How will you accommodate your hobbies and what will you need to do so. So for example, if you are a painter and you love painting, um, you might need, and you have painted in a garage or maybe in a studio on your property, you might find a way to accommodate that hobby if you move to an apartment. And again, there is a podcast from a few months ago where we talked about that as well. Generally speaking, embrace the change and be open to opportunities that come with it. Maybe you um, want to join and meet new people and other empty nesters in your area. So check out the website Meetup, M-E-E-T-U-P, um, to join other empty nesters in, in your area. There's many, many groups um, you can join everywhere in the world. And I'm pretty sure there will be something around your area. Or you could um, set up a new group if you can't find anything that um, appeals to you. And also, um, do the things you always wanted to do. Think about your future lifestyle. Maybe you always wanted to exercise, start painting, join a writing group, travel, socialize with friends, or spend more quality time with um people that mean something to you, your family, for example. So really embrace the change and all the opportunities and experiment and try some new things. You deserve it. And you might be surprised what, um, what comes up for you if you um, do something different. Next point, location. Choose a location that is close to the places you love and the services you need. There are studies that show that many retirees are not ready to retire from work in their 50s but wish to downsize, pay off their mortgage and live a simpler life with less stuff. So if you need to commute to work and if you want to use uh, your car less often, maybe choose a location close to public transport. A survey... Um, Conducted by Seniors Housing Online, the platform I just mentioned before, um, of 1,068 people revealed that 88% expect a garage or parking space, but 85.3% also want to live near public transport facilities. Over 80% said they were prepared to move away from their local area to find the right retirement property and lifestyle. So location is important. 
The next step, a next thing to consider is functionality. Examine the design features of a prospective new home. Don't just go in it and think, oh, it looks nice, it will somehow work out. Really think about the design features. And regardless of whether you are considering buying of the plan or downsizing to an independent living unit, always have a close look at the features of your new home. How functional is it? Does it have enough storage? Is there a balcony or courtyard that you can use as additional outdoor area, which makes your home bigger in summer, or additional room? What about traffic flow? Are walkways wide enough once you have furnished the apartment? Does it have enough natural light? And also consider consulting a professional to assist you in optimizing the existing design according to your needs. Now, the next point is important, independence. Make sure your home allows for you to live in it safely, independently and comfortably so you can age in place. You might want to live the next 20 years in your apartment. And to be honest, none of us wants to think about the days when health conditions might deteriorate and walking might become difficult, but those days can come at an advanced age. So if you want to stay in your prospective apartment for the next 20 years, have a close look at the details of its design and the features. For example, how high are overhead kitchen cupboards? Are they in easy reach or do you need a step ladder to get something out of them? How big is the bathroom? Can it be easily updated with safety features if necessary? How wide are clearances throughout the apartment? The smaller the apartment, the more important it is to work out how your existing furniture is going to fit. And this is one of my um, most important topics, space planning. Work out before you move if your furniture is going to fit. And you will find a whole chapter in my book, Downsize with Style, about how to do that. Space planning, very important. So the next point is security. Check on security and you will have peace of mind. See, um, the aspect of increased security can, uh, in an apartment block can play an important role in the decision-making process when downsizing. I've spoken to empty nesters um, who told me that they sleep much better since they moved to a secure apartment building and the lady who sometimes is on her own when her husband travels feels much safer in that environment with the neighbors around her. So think about that, some point to consider. And it can be reassuring to know that you are not alone in a building and that neighbors are within reach, easy reach in case of an emergency. And it's also an opportunity to embrace the change and meet some new friends, such as if you move to an apartment block, go and Ring at your neighbor's door and introduce yourself. Maybe invite them to coffee. So then um, the last point, social network. Don't underestimate the importance of family and friends around you and the opportunity to make more. And I've just named a few op um, opportunities you can uh, follow. So how important is your social network? When downsizing to another suburb, city, or even another country, you might lose friends. And your family might be far away. Or you, and, and you will have to reduce the number of interactions with them. 
So think about how important your social network is for you. Are your family and friends a substantial part of your life right now? Would you be able to cope without a network of friends you can count on when needed? Things to consider and really think about before you make a decision. And as I mentioned already, when moving away from your existing network, make a plan for how you can find new friends. Consider voluntary work, join a community center, connect with groups of like-minded people, maybe people who have the same hobby, who paint, who write. Um, join a meetup group that I mentioned earlier. With some effort, you will surely make new friends and establish close relationships. I can only tell you a little story that I experienced myself this year because I started writing a memoir and joining, um, I did two writing classes and after the first writing class, I initiated a writing group and we meet monthly to um, critique our work and give each other feedback. And it's amazing. They were all random people, complete strangers I had never seen before. But with some of these people, I have developed such a great friendship. And we only see us once a month and we email sometimes in between. But it's such a great group now. And every time we meet, we feel more and more connected. And this is just one little example and you can you can create something yourself in your area and with the interests you have. Now these were the seven things to consider. Um, I just repeat them. Costs, lifestyle, location, functionality, independence, security and social network. So if you want to have more advice on downsizing please consider subscribing to the Downsize with Style podcast. You will find um, the different ways to subscribe on my website downsize with style um, slash podcast um, and I would really appreciate if you have a minute to um, to go to iTunes and leave me a five star rating because this will help promote the show and it's only one minute or even less of your time and it would be great if you could leave me a rating there. Other than that, if you want to support my time in producing this show, you can donate um, an amount of your choice on Patreon. And this is a website and the the URL is www.patreon.com slash Bettina Deda and you will find um, a, a page about the podcast where you can um, pledge an amount of your choice to support my time in producing this free content. Thank you so much for listening today. Um, if you would like um, any support or assistance, please come and visit my website, downsizewithstyle.com, where you will find several ways to contact me, um, where you will find an overview of my workshops, um, the podcast, and everything else around downsizing with style. I would love to hear from you. Also, if you have any topics you would like to have covered, please send me an email. Um, and I would love to answer the questions on the podcast. 
This brings me to the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed it and um, we will speak in a fortnight. Thank you and bye. Bye.